Welcome to We're Listening to Podcast, the community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, so today my guest, she was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. She went to a Catholic college prep school. She has a BA in theater from Columbia. She's also performed stand-up, comedy, taught improv. She's in national TV commercials, as well as other movies and gigs. But the coolest thing I think so far that I saw was the ride of your bike from St. Paul, Minneapolis, all the way to Chicago for AIDS, as well as creating your own marketing business called The Recognized Actor. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Ms. Doreen Calderon. Yay! How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I have been looking forward to this specifically because of what you wanted to talk about. Mm, yes, yes. But before we, we jump in that, was there anything else you would use to kind of identify yourself? Because it seems like you're like, uh, like the best at everything, almost. I mean, from reading, reading your, your bio, your IMDb, it's like, oh, she's pretty cool. She's done a uh, lot. Like, I, Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing about creatives. And I believe everyone is a creative, regardless of whether they're doing it publicly or not, is that we're multi-hyphenates. You know, we see something like, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> so that's what I do. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love it. And you, you are right. I, I am super excited about the topic today because, again, as I was mentioning before we, we started recording was the day it hit me that you do this for actors. And I've used the analogy before and tried to kind of well, life is kind of like you're an actor on stage. And, you know, that's what thoughts is. And you could cut and you could start to a different scene. But when I really got face to face with a real actor, you know, it was kind of like, why don't you ask her if it's just like that? You know, so I, I guess that would be my first question. Do you see a difference in, in coaching actors and actresses as you would in coaching somebody for life when we're talking about the use of the principles? No, I, the only difference is almost as if I'm, I'm bilingual, almost as if with actors, I'm speaking one language and with everyone else, I'm speaking another language. And that's about it. But the premise of it is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Always the same. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Wow. That's what I, and when you talk about your idea of what an actor does and imagine you're on stage. I too had those thoughts of like, what the hell am I doing? This is really cool. It's so meta because what I'm doing is I'm pretending to be part of storytelling so that other people can get lost in the story so they can, uh, they can escape their own life story that, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the story within the story within the story. It's all the story, time. yeah. I, I learn through watching documentaries and movies and stories and things like that for me. So I'm, 
I'm always looking and watch somebody get outside of their comfort zone and bringing a character to life. Would you say for an, for an actor, would it be like one of the biggest compliments if you played an asshole on camera and somebody really thought you were an asshole? That's, that's already <laughs> happened. <laughs> Tell me about that. Well, that was like the, the last uh, television character I played. It was on the CW's Riverdale. And if you know it at all, it's basically a long running. It is one of the most popular shows. I had no idea because the demographic is like 14 to 24 mm, or maybe okay. even younger, very, very young audience, but it's a soap opera, right? So I come in at the beginning of season five and there is a couple that the audience absolutely loves, this couple, this couple, but they're sort of like Romeo and Juliet, right? Different worlds are not allowed really to be each other, to see, be with each other. And I play, okay, get this, the grandmother of, <laughs> what else, of, uh, one of one of one of the one of the one of the girls in the couple, and I have a scene with her, and I say, "I just met your girlfriend, and there is no way you are going to date anyone from that family." And it's like da da da. There's the music, right? Yeah. And so the 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 girl has to choose between her girlfriend and family. I think yeah, she ends up choosing her family. So this is when this relationship that the fans have been in love with breaks and i am actually the only family member for like three seasons that the audience has seen as part of this young woman's life because otherwise she's kind of an orphan and i'm the one who's saying "Uh uh-uh no way so initially on instagram I started getting all of these followers because they're like, oh my God, you're part of um, her family and we love her and we love you now. And you're part of it. Then I started to get, we hate you. You're so mean. Why are you doing this? Why don't you like, wow, I must be doing a good job. <laughs> that is so interesting to me. The mere, how fast we forget that you're acting Oh my God, that is hilarious. I remember I did it to Denzel Washington when he played Training Day. I was like, oh, bro. When he played the asshole, it was like, oh, dude, that's, ooh, that's deep. Like, that's real deep. So let me ask you this thing. When you, when you play a character, do you draw from real life? Do you make it up as you go? How do, how do you, you get into it? to form well i draw from real life not in the sense of let me go back and remember when this happened this thing happened to me okay um because for one i've never had a grandchild so how am i going to do that uh but draw from real life in the sense of this is someone i love how would i feel if somebody i loved was dating somebody that was going to hurt them Mm, okay been there yeah you know, not that I, Doreen, have acted and meddled in their lives, but the things that I felt, the things that I wanted to say, you know, that's the beauty about the, the attraction, perhaps, of being an actor. We get to act on those feelings and passions that in a regular society, we are not allowed to. Hmm. But that, if we think back, is what the ancient Greeks created it from a catharsis 
It's so that we in the audience can watch and go, the anger, the love, the fright, you know, so that we can, it's cathartic. It's medicine. That is so cool. And it's something everybody thinks they can do. Everybody wants to, to act. And it's so, but it's such a craft. It's such a skill, you know, to, to play a character, to bring certain things to life. It seems fairly easy outside looking in, but I've been to a few acting classes or even improv classes. And I'm like, oh no, this is real. Like, this is just as much hard as the football player who's going to the football field every day, the basketball player who's shooting hoops every day. Like you have to be in your craft to be a good actor, so an actor. And I think that was something I didn't learn into moving to LA. Yeah. And here's the difference. And I say the athlete has it easier. And here's why. Ooh. There are goalposts, so to speak. There are markers along the way. They know when they're progressing. They can chart it. Actors can't do that. Hmm. So we don't know. We're in a constant state of doubt. So when you hear specifically men go, I don't date actresses. They're crazy. That's kind of part of it. Is that what they say? I didn't know. That's what they said. I didn't know that. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I go, you know what, dude, you haven't met me. I know I'm not cray cray, but I understand where it comes from. It's because of this constant doubt and constant thereby constant insecurity. Mm. And which is what I love bringing to the actors that I coach. Like, dude, you will never find security in this profession or in life. So let's explore that. Where yeah. does the security really lie? Because it ain't in being a series re- series regular. Yeah, I-, I love that that point. Well, let's go there then. How did you come in? You became you obviously was an actor before you came in contact with the principles. Yeah. But when when did that make sense for you? What you just said, kind of walk me through that time frame. Um, it was. It all came tumbling down almost towards the end of a Tetris game. The, like the first week I had experienced it and it was recent, like three years ago, right? I had been living my life in a certain way. And on one hand, I was sure that this was my path, but on the other hand, because it wasn't bringing me material wealth, I had doubt. But when I came across Uh, the principles uh, through Michael Neal, I saw that the way I live my life was in fact, absolutely correct for me. It validated my life. And once I relaxed into that, knowing the doubt dissipated, and then I started, my career started to get better. Yeah. And can I tell you a story about a, a perfect example of that? Oh, we're here for that. We are definitely here for that. It was the first week I was working on a program with Michael. And here's the thing. I, I didn't know about the three principles. I just 
knew of Michael Neal because I heard him on um, Hay House Radio. Okay. And I found him so interesting because he was very grounded in the things that he said. It wasn't very airy-fairy, which I love the airy-fairy spiritual kind of thingy stuff. I was about to lay down a bunch of money for some acting career coaching. And I realized I was going, I wasn't going to get anything new. Okay. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. I wanted the coaching, but I don't want that career coaching just so happened because I happened to be on Michael's e-list in my inbox. He said, I've got a program. It's not just for coaches and by gosh, I could afford it. And I'm like, ah, perfect timing. Oh man. Perfect timing. So the first week was one of those uh, intensives. What do they call that? Jumpstart, jumpstart week. So we're there Monday through Friday. It's like an hour every day. And it's like the second or third day. And, and there was something about me being in doubt. And he said something about, well, you know, there's a difference between, um, you know, knowing something and connecting to the knowing. And I went, <gasps> and he stopped and he said, tell me about that. You just did. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and I said, there's a difference between knowing something pointing to my temple and connecting to the knowing, making sort of a uh, umbilical cord from the middle of my uh, center chakra to the heavens, mm -hmm. uh, connecting to the knowing. And that insight was, oh my God, if I'm just knowing something, I'm limiting myself. I'm limiting my capabilities, possibilities, wonder of the world, everything. I'm limiting everything. But if I connect to the knowing, the all-knowing, which by the way, we are always connected. We're the only ones blocking it off. The world's open. So that was week one. Mm. Wouldn't you know it? This was like right before Thanksgiving. I had planned to be in Chicago with my family. And I decided I'm going to stay an extra week and be a good little actor and visit my Chicago agent and drop in one of the casting director's offices just to show face, let them know I'm here. I got sick. I got so sick and I don't get sick <laughs> that I was so stressed that I got to get well because I got to do, I got to visit my agent and I got to visit that camp. I surrendered. I said, I'm sick. My body's got, just got to heal. I'm not going to see my agent. I'm not going to drop off. Just be. Well, I started to feel a little bit better, but I certainly wasn't better. Two days later, I wrote an email to my agent and said, just, just to be, a, again, a good little actor and said, I'm in town just to remind you, let me know if anything's happening. That day he sends me an audition. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I'm not feeling well. I was staying on the side of town. I didn't have a car. There was no public transportation. We had just had a snowstorm. There was no way I was going to be able to make, let me just look at it. Because that's what I learned from week one. Making up shit mm, in my yeah, head. Yeah. I already decided there was no way I could do this audition. And I, you know, let me just look at it. So I look at it and it's for a 65 year old woman 
and half the scripts in Spanish. I'm like, screw that. I'm never going to get it. I am not going to try to make my way through the storm, through, you know, rent a car, whatever. That's not going to, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can feel, now I started to recognize the feeling of blocking myself off. Yeah. And I thought, if I go on this audition for a role I'm not going to get, I will have done, I will have killed two birds with one stone. I will have done good by my agent and I will have gone into the casting office for a legit reason. I'm going to go. I don't know how. I'm going to go. I'm going to Uber. I'm going to spend a little extra money. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Coughing, you know, whatever. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get better. I am feeling better. I'm feeling better. As soon as I made that decision, help started coming towards me. My brother-in-law said, who lives in the city with my other sister, he said, I'll come pick you up and you could stay at our place. Okay. My niece, who had studied Spanish for four years in high school, she's like, I'll help you with, with, uh, with your audition. I'm like, thank you, sweetie. And everything started falling into place. As I'm leaving to go to that audition, I get another audition for a commercial, same day, that I have to go to right afterwards. And I'm like, all right, I'll just grab a blazer because that's a little change of costume. I go to this audition, I show up. Now, here's the thing, I do believe strongly, even though, again, I never read the four agreements. Mm. And I believe the, in them strongly. What is it, Don Ruiz, Don? Don Miguel Ruiz. Ruiz, yes, yes. 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 And one of the agreements is always do your best. Always do your best, yeah. So even though in my head, I knew there's no way I'm gonna get this audition, I always do my best. I wasn't gonna go out of my way to look older or to pretend that I'm like this old Latina and that I, you know, I speak the language, blah, 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 you know. I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna speak the language as well as I can. You know, I can't put on an accent. I've done plenty of roles where I put on the accent and I do very, very well to do the, uh, I'm not, I, I do better than what I'm doing now, but you know. That was very good what you just did though. Uh-huh. Just, just, I'm just saying, just. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go in there, I do it, I'm done. I do my best. I go off, uh, do the uh, commercial audition, do my best. And I decide I'm gonna treat myself because I'm out here on the Magnificent Mile in Chicago and I'm gonna go into one of these Irish pubs and I'm gonna treat myself to an Irish stew lunch. And I get a phone call from my agent and he said, they want to check your availability. If you get this role, will you be able to stay an extra week? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought I wasn't even going to get this role. And I'm like, this is so funny. But then I thought my LA agent is going to kill me. She's going to want me back in L.A. and I'm in Chicago and, and this is just a one day job. And it's really I'm only going to break even and the, the auditions I'm going to miss in L.A. And I, I caught myself yeah. thinking, making shit up. So I said to my agent, I said, yeah, I'm available. But if I book it, see if you can get me more money. And he said, all right. So I went about my day. The next day they said, well, I got good news and bad news. I said, yeah. Good news is you're booked. I'm like, okay. He said, but I couldn't get you any more money. I'm like, okay. 
he said, but instead of one day, they want you for three days. And I'm like, that's triple the amount that I thought. <laughs> and I'm like, this yeah. is golden. Yeah. This is so I'm going to ramp it up because it, it always gets better. And I'm telling you, it always get better because I stopped myself every time I was stopping myself because I was making shit up mm -hmm. and it kept getting better. It was on a television show where I got to meet with like four actors that I hadn't seen in like 20 years from Chicago. It was like old home week. It was wow. so wonderful. One out of those two days that I actually had off, even though they paid me for it. And so I got to go scampering around downtown Chicago with my sister and having fun. You know, it, it, it couldn't have gotten any better. And the last day we shot, we went into double overtime. And to think I wasn't even going to go. Wow. That's what I learned in the first week of being sort of introduced to the principles. Yeah. I love that story. Because I told somebody on, I was a guest on a podcast a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about this understanding. And I think what I love, I said, I love most is that coming into this understanding, I really learned anything was possible. Yeah. Because my dreams prior to this were capped. Mm. Like I would say, oh man, I want to be so happy, but I know I can only be happy for this because you never really could just be happy. And, Oh, I know. Like even the things I was dreaming or my visions were all capped. Yeah. They all had glass ceilings, so to speak, on them. Because what do you mean? You could have, you know, like you said, you could not want to go and not want to think you're going to get something. Not only do you get it, it quadruples what you thought you would make. It gives you an experience that you didn't know you could have. Opens up something for you and your family. Like, holy crap. All in the in the few seconds it took you to become aware to go versus just say, no, I'm not going to go. Mm -hmm. Like that happened probably within what, a minute, two minutes of sitting still, really, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. and I have to say, I was already in the state of surrender because I was sick, right? Yes, that's true. Yep. Yep. So that helps. And that I all I and I've always believed before I got introduced to any of this, when we get sick. It's nature telling us to slow the F down. I believe that. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you on that. It's, which I think, which was a large reason of why the pandemic hit the world as such, was at a point to shift the consciousness to slow down. Like, we're super fast now. We're super, I mean, I, I the other day had to catch myself because I Googled something and it took like three seconds to come up rather than instantly. And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I'm like, uh, what's wrong with Verizon? Check my data. Check the speed. You know, it's like, dude, it was three seconds. It, the wheel spit twice and you're already like, uh, it's like, no, slow down. Like, slow down. Slow down. I love that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that and the pandemic is another lesson, another gift that I want to share with fellow actors because I'm very involved in the acting community. So I hear what's going on. I understand what's going on, but a lot of people don't know, well, whatever, it doesn't matter what's going on with me. I'm gonna share it because what was happening with actors was the whole industry shut down. So there was no work. 
And a byproduct of that is we don't get insurance unless we yeah. make so much money. Yeah. So there was panic, especially people with kids and spouses or pre-existing conditions. And the industry was shut down. And it's not that I don't have sympathy, but I'm very aware of getting caught up into that fright, that fear. Mm -hmm. So I understood nature was saying, slow down world. You kind of screwed up. Nature was giving us a timeout. That that was that was yeah. my opinion. I love that. Timeout. Yeah. Time out. Everybody go to your room. Everybody. everybody go to your, <laughs> everybody. Right. And think about what you did. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> well, the day before the industry shut down, I was about to board a plane to Canada to shoot a guest star on a television show. Well, they were the first production to shut down. And because I'd already been working with the principals for a bit, I was very quick to accept it. Disappointed, yes. That's about it. I was disappointed. But it was a very immediate acceptance. And I let it go. And I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to get paid because it's sort of force majeure. It's beyond their control. I'm sure I won't get paid. Well, as soon as I let that go, I got a paycheck. You know, they paid me anyway. I'm like, well, isn't that nice? And then I thought, well, that's a period. I was such a small part. I'm done with that show. I'm just going to take a rest now. Three months later, was it four months later, I get a call. They want you back. They're opening up. We got to get you screened. We got to get you tested. Uh, we need you in Vancouver. But you're not only going to be on one episode, you're going to be on two episodes and uh, you're going in 10 days. And I'm like, oh my God, but I got a quarantine for two weeks. Plus I'm going <laughs> to be shooting. I got to pack all this stuff. I got to make sure all of this international stuff. I couldn't get help from anybody because I couldn't let anybody, I live alone. I couldn't let anybody into my home. I couldn't go out. I also, my business is no longer marketing. It's uh, coaching, career coaching for actors. And I do advise on marketing, but I do a lot of coaching on Zoom. So I'm like, I need a laptop. I hadn't had a laptop in years. So I had to buy one without going into the store. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, and I couldn't buy a new laptop because it took two weeks. I needed to be out of town in 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> and so you make it work. You just breathe and you make it work. I made it work. So here's the deal. It was the same gig that got canceled where I would, I would have been gone for three days in Vancouver. I was there for seven weeks because of quarantine, essentially, because they couldn't fly me back and forth. And I was paid for those seven weeks, which paid for my insurance, essentially. Oh, I forgot to tell you, in the midst of that, I also booked a national commercial. So I had to shoot this commercial, have a day for wardrobe and, and COVID testing, then shoot it in the middle of trying to get ready and get a computer and get my international stuff together and get and, and have somebody look at my home, look over, you know, take care of my home and the, the whole thing. I ended up booking, you know, a couple months later, I ended up booking a lead in a film, you know? This is all under the pandemic. Yeah. Well, other actors are constantly saying, well, I guess there's no auditions. I guess there's no work. And I'm like, I'm getting work. 
And I don't want to say it because I don't want to brag, but what I do want to brag about is that I know it has everything to do with understanding mind, consciousness, and thought. Mm -hmm. The first one, mind wherein lies infinite possibilities. You know, just like you, Rob, my description on my Facebook page before I came close to any of this has always been and remains, I believe anything is possible. But I always said it's sort of in doubt because people might think I'm childish or naive. And then when I was introduced to mind, consciousness, and thought, I'm like, I'm not naive. (laughs) I knew it. Like, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I knew it was something. Yes. Uh, I get it. I get it. That is so cool. I, too, I I 100% believe the only reason that I had the type of practice I had during the pandemic was the relationship I had with the pandemic. Yes. It, it was accepted once they stamped it, whatever it was. Here are the rules you say helps me prevent as best as I can from catching it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is out of my control. Obviously, fighting at the grocery store with you is not part of what stops me from catching it. So that's not happening. Arguing with you politically about it doesn't stop me from catching it. So that's not happening. Mm-hmm. That was in the rules that prevent you from catching it. It was distance yourself from others, wear a mask, wash your hands often. That was about all I had with it. I didn't have any of the other, uh, maybe I was a little, as you say, disappointed because I had to cancel my vacation, cancel my trip to visit family. Yes. But, but this anger or this fear or this anxiety that, no, no, not at all. Didn't have, and I really believe that was the difference. And what I was able to accomplish during that year was that relationship I had with the pandemic being basic, like you said, mind, thought, consciousness, my, my understanding, anything is possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, but, did I, but did I make it a goal? No. No. Did I no. count on it? No. No. And that's detachment, acceptance, acceptance, yeah. um, every, everything. It sure as hell points to, though, how this understanding has you back. It, it sure points to that. Like, nothing you wanted, but everything you needed. And it doesn't let me down. And that's when I, well, that's what I like to point to when actors are looking for security in the insecure mm, world of yeah. auditioning and acting. And like, it never lets you down. You got to know that no matter what happens, you can handle it. I love that. You can handle it. First with where they can find you, what programs you have available, and then inspire us. All right. So where you can find me, I'll say first is on Instagram, The Recognized Actor. That's the name of my company, the.recognized.actor. Or if you just punch in the recognized actor, you'll find it. And that's my coaching company, right? So from there, you can see anything that that I'm providing. Uh, My latest uh, offering is something called Now What? 
Whereas we've got all the tools as actors, now what? Um, we've been through all the classes, we've got our degree, we've got our union cards, we've, we've, we've done the guest stars, the co-stars, we've done this, we've done that, now what? And it's a forum, it's an open forum every Monday morning at eight o'clock where actors are heard. So it's sort of a mastermind. Well, let's put you on stage for a minute then. Okay. Oh. Let's go in front of a very large group of people. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> who are really in need of hearing something. Oh. What is it that you would say to them? Because we're listening. Just try shit. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.